0: Welcome to It's All About the Questions, where learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart.
1: Good morning, everyone, or good evening, depending on where in the world you are listening to me today. And for some of you, it actually may be Wednesday and not Tuesday. I love all my international listeners and my U.S. listeners Thank you, thank you, thank you for continuing to have us trending on New and Noteworthy on iTunes for close to four weeks now. Uh, Thank you for subscribing to the podcast replays, and most of all, thank you for the reviews and the ratings. We could use some more to move us up in the rankings and get more people to notice the show, and it will help them learn how to ask the right questions so they can achieve their goals. But thank you, thank you, thank you. And I also want to give a special shout out thank you to somebody I met at a book signing um, down in uh, Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, and they just got their books published on Amazon. They have a historical romance trilogy out there. The first book is called A Stranger Among Them. So congratulations to Donald Montano. And I had a the chance to read these books before they came out, and I have to tell you, I couldn't put them down. I loved them. It was a great beach read for those of you um, who like to read books on the beach or just enjoy a good book with historical romance stuff thrown in. So grab A Stranger Among Them and the other two books in the trilogy. They're only $3.99 on Kindle. Congrats to Donald Montano. And now to um, something else that's really interesting and fascinating, our show today. I, When I was thinking about the show and preparing for the show, I, I thought, you know, it's really interesting the way the universe works. It is the one-year anniversary of my divorce becoming final, and my guest today is a woman who talks about relationships and communications between men and women. And it's just so fascinating that she is on my guest talking about gender communications and gender intelligence and communications and relationships, and she's here today. And she and I actually met at an Arianna Huffington event in New York City, and her name is Fiona Fine. And what I love about Fiona is how real and authentic she is. And she's just an absolutely, absolutely brilliant woman. She is an author, speaker, and coach, and she is growing a movement for women and men to live and love on their terms. The book that she has out is a relationship book called Babe in Total Control of Herself, affectionately known as B-I-T-C-H, or dare I say it on the air, bitch. I love this book. She's turned her mess into a message after 30 years in a man's world of engineering and tech. So she's a fellow geek like me. I love that. <laughs> Career coaching. Yeah, you know, you got to love us geeks, right, Fiona? Career coaching yep. and recruiting. Um Like me, at times, she completely lost her femininity, her health, and even her sense of humor, learning how to fit in and make the big bucks. She finally reclaimed her sassy, love it, and she so is sassy, vibrant self, and went from surviving to thriving. She then set out to help women and the men who want to love them to create their best lives so that they can have the money, the job, the health, and yes, even the love of their dreams. So I'd like you to join me in welcoming... Fiona Fine too. It's All About the Questions.
2: Thank you so much, Laura. Yes, it has been a while since you and I caught up, and I did remember it.
1: It was so much fun. You know, we're, there we were sitting in the front row at Thrive in New York City listening to some amazing speakers. And what I found more amazing for me were the people that I met at yeah. the event. And when you and I met, my now ex-husband three days before had said, he wanted out of the marriage no counseling, no anything he just wanted to go, that was it, he was done no talking even before that and he agreed to stay and hang out with my mom while I was gone since I caregive for mom and he had to find a place to live anyway and I got up there and met you and it was just so fascinating <laughs> you know the way that the universe puts the right people together
2: Yes, no, it was it was a phenomenal group of people, women in the audience as well as on the stage, you know, it really was. Yeah,
1: I feel very grateful for that day and, and the fact that you and I have stayed in touch. And um, mm-hmm. You're doing some really different and amazing things. I, I know we mentioned your book, but that's not really why we are, are here today to talk about the book, although I, I recommend people get it and read it. Um, I had some difficulty with it, because it really challenged some of my belief structure about it, and because um, even the divorce is a year ago, it still hurts, and it hurt for a lot of the reasons that were in there, mm-hmm. which I found even even more fascinating. But
2: in which you and I haven't spoken about. No, I didn't realize. You know, I didn't know when you'd finish the book or anything. So that's a whole other conversation.
1: Oh yeah, that's just a total. Well, we'll probably have to do a webinar just on all of that. Yeah. Um, so, how did you go from being an engineer and working in the tech world to becoming this authority on relationships and working with men and women in that arena?
2: You know, I'd have to say that the guy, just, just the guys have trained me so well in how, what a man's world looks like and how um, I, as a woman, initially just didn't fit into that. So, don't, I mean, I have to go all the way back to. At 1979, I'm entering engineering at 17. And it was a really tough five years for me because I had a car accident pretty much the very beginning of it. And so, you know, just going through five years, 10 years, 15, 20, 25 years with guys in their world, I realized that we are so different. And yet, I think that there was this piece of me that fit really easily in their world. I don't remember ever facing huge discrimination or anything like that, and yet I'm very aware that over the course of the last 20, 25 years, there's been both pluses and minuses to being a girl in a guy's world. Um, The long long story short, though, is I kind of hit 50, and I thought, damn, I have been, and that's, I hope that'll be the worst swearing I do, I am an engineer, so I apologize in advance, yet... At 50, I realized I'd been playing with guys in their world for so long that I really didn't feel that I'd been supporting other women in figuring out how to live their best life. And I'd gotten healthy, I'd gotten past, I'd had three car accidents and a whole bunch of health issues and everything. And yet I'd realized that I knew a lot of the rules of how to communicate between the genders. I knew a lot of what was making the generations even uh, get screwed up, you know, between our kids and the baby boomers and the millennials and, and in work as well as in relationships. And so at 50, I thought, I am going to start to support both sides coming together. And I started the women's digital publications, and we were doing some media work for Ariana Huffington's Thrive event, and that's when you and I met. And it just just kept going.
1: And, you know, it's, it's interesting because... When I met you, you were doing something slightly different. hmm And it's now transitioned into a, I'm not going to not. it's not necessarily a smaller piece. It's just a more focused piece of yeah. the amazing things you were doing.
2: So, yeah, when I was 50, and I came out of retirement. I've been running a coaching and career uh, placement firm for 20 plus years. I've been in that world for 20 plus years. And I'm fortunate enough that I became relatively financially independent at the age of 40. So I've had a runway of time and money. And that's why I say at 50, I thought, how can I support women? Women who are looking to have their definition of having it all. And so I started two digital publications, one in the dating space which is how a lot of the book got started. But I was having so much fun. I'd come out in my late 40s out of my own very long, unfulfilling relationship, and I was having so much fun dating men. And it's public because I get them. They're simple for me. And... I, all my girlfriends, all my friends, all my coaching clients, everybody was like, oh my God, what are you doing? How do I get to do it? How do I have this fun? So how to put the fun back into dating.com is still an ongoing digital platform. It, it, I realized it was still very narrow, and I formed a, another digital platform, which is where you met me, it's called womenwhorunit.com since passed it over to another team i've sold it um unfortunately it doesn't look like they've done anything with it so that's a shame uh, but i realize my true voice is being bringing men and women together truly that's what i wake up thinking that's fascinating how we look at each other how we uh, handle stress differently how we we communicate differently so i have taken a broader um platform And I've made it more narrow for me in my true voice.
1: Well, you know, I love when people start asking themselves questions about, you know, what is my Mm -hmm. true voice? What is it that lights me up and gives me passion and are willing to let go of some other things that...
2: It's hard. Yeah, it it really is. I mean, it's really hard. I, I... I am all about bold communications. And, in fact, I was out last night and someone said, oh, anytime I'm with you, you're always asking such good questions. And it's because that's where the awareness comes from. That's how we can really tweak that true joy out of life as opposed to just doing the same thing over and over again. And guys get this a little better than women do. The word failure, ask that of women and what it means to us. Whereas guys are really do understand that failure is just a piece of the puzzle to creating success.
1: So they really look at things differently and words mean different things to men than they do to women?
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would... Very much so. I would, I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, because uh, you grew up in this world, right? You and I are two peas in a pod.
1: Yeah, and sometimes I can easily morph into the man thinking, but it... it I'm I'm never totally happy living there a hundred percent because mm-hmm. a lot of times it feels way too linear to me mm-hmm. and it's a little boring.
2: It <laughs> hey, I'll and, be and honest. You no, know, it is. And that's why, you know, in the book, uh, there's a part of it that says guys really do know that their world, their lives are so much better when they're in a relationship with a good woman. We are we are the prize. We are what they're working for. We're why they get toys. We're why they get, they, they go, they, yes, they compete with themselves and each other, and yet we are the, uh, us and their families are the ultimate prize. It's just it gets convoluted over the course of time.
1: Well, I, I want to continue more of that conversation when we come back from our commercial break. We are here with Fiona Fine, communications and relationships expert. She is known internationally on gender intelligence and inclusion and we are going to be talking more about the main differences between men and women and give you some really good takeaways that you can go home with and figure out how to improve your relationships whether you're in one or not and whether it's a business one or a personal one we'll be right back after this commercial break with Fiona Fine on it's all about the questions
0: New market highs? Political unrest? Are you worried about your retirement portfolio? Varus Wealth can help you. Ask about at Veris Wealth's exclusive Asset Lock. You can lock your portfolio gains in without having to buy an expensive annuity or giving up daily liquidity of your investments. Asset Lock is exclusively available at Varus Wealth Management. Call 772 237 3440 to find out how Asset Lock can save you.
3: Today's broadcast being brought to you by Route 60 Hyundai. You'll get a great deal at Route 60 Hyundai before and after the sale. Hey, test drive the brand new Santa Fe. I have one. The skylight is all the way to the back, including the back passengers. It's fantastic. Heated seats, yep, and air-conditioned seats. Test drive the brand new Santa Fe at Route 60 Hyundai today.
0: Success comes from not only what you know, but also who you know. Welcome back to It's All About the Questions with award-winning author Laura Stewart.
1: Fiona, before the break, we were talking about how you got down this path and some of the questions you were asking. And and I have a big question. Um, You know, having recently been divorced, well, it's a year, so it's not quite recently anymore, and having mostly worked with men, my entire career, and, and some women, too, that tended to think they were men. What do you think is the number one communication disaster between men and women?
2: I'd have to say expectations. We have huge expectations that everybody is like us. And so we're not understanding that not only are the sexes, the genders, wired differently, but, you know, from generation to generation, we're we're... we're Different as well, so expectations are, seem to be the main foundational piece that is blocking us from being able to to come together and figure things out.
1: you know it's it's interesting that you said expectations because last week, I, my guest was Cheryl Ellis, and we were talking about becoming deliberate and changing the game of leadership from the inside out and one of the things mm-hmm. we talked about was expectations inside the business environment, and it didn't matter whether it was female to male, male to male, female to female, was that so often we don't actually set expectations and then we get all upset because our expectations aren't met, but the other person didn't even know that you had expectations Mm -hmm. or they thought your expectations were something else.
2: So, Absolutely. I'm going way back to when I was a you know, a young adult, and my expectations in my first marriage, um, a friends of mine expectations, literally he says there's no way that he was ever going to keep his wife happy because he didn't even know what was going on that would make her happy. And he kept saying, tell me if we have a conversation. I can work with you, and that happens at Workplace as well. It takes time, though, and that's another problem that's going on with everybody being so busy. You know, you can't say to a guy, we have to talk. That's just going to make him run away. So we're not actually forming the kind of um, bold communications where it's not one person's fault. It just is, hey, let's get on the same page.
1: You actually in your book, I think it's on page sixty-one or something, because I actually wrote a note about that. You have four <laughs> words that instill fear in the hearts of most men. We have to talk, and and I went. It instills fear in women too.
2: I know, I, I, it's funny. I really, I'm in a situation right now that with my my partner, I want to say those words so badly, Laura. <laughs> but I'm like, don't say it. You, get, you never get good results from those words.
1: So, how do you approach that conversation when you really do have to talk without saying we have to talk?
2: Well, it depends. From a guy's point of view, they're never going to bring it up. You've got to understand that they will, they have us in compartments. And I, I, have, to, I have to like that because there's a, a certain way that you can really focus on life. And guys taught me that compartmentalize my life, and, and you can really focus, right? But they never open up that relationship compartment. They just sort of let it fester. So that's why my quote is, if you don't have the love life of your dream, don't blame a man. It really is, unfortunately, it falls to us women to figure out how to say, in what I would call kind of man speak, um, I think some of the best words are, you know, there's something that I just wanted to be able to to talk with you about when would be a good time. I probably need about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, If we don't cover it off by then, we can book another time. Doesn't that kind of sound like office speak to you? Very much so. (laughs) Can you see that they're like, oh, okay, I can schedule that in. And it doesn't threaten their manhood. (laughs) I'm sorry. You know, it it was one of the
1: things that, I had a hard time with when, you know, I was reading the book was some of those things because I'm like, well, why do I have to be so responsible for how the way that person feels? You know, it's like, you're a man, get over it, you know, man
2: up kind of thing. Um, Because, okay, so I'm going to defend them. I'm going to defend me too because they trained me so well, and you might find pieces of this. If it's not in a relationship piece, which is much more emotional for us as women, and a lot of women have a very large nurturing gene. I have slightly less of one. We think there might have been a little bit of a problem with the gene pool.
1: Um, <laughs> I doubt that, Fiona.
2: <laughs> yet, if it, we have, we have the, the capacity, the way we're wired, to be able to handle so much more. One of the things I, I, I talked about on stage is my laptop analogy. And I can go into it in a minute. But just bear with me that we are wired differently. They don't have the capacity, the sheer uh, DNA capacity for lack of a faster way of speaking to do what us as women or naturally can do. So I'm sorry but if we're going to take one of the tips that I always say be 100% accountable we have to know that it is our job if, that, if we want to create spectacular. We have, the, we have a an ability that they really, most of them don't have. And I'm generalizing, of course.
1: Right, absolutely. Because, you know, there's always exceptions to the rules and, and things Lots like that. Of them. Yeah. It just seems so exhausting from a it, woman's perspective
2: with all the stuff that we have to do. So why don't we start delegating some of this other stuff? That's a piece that I'd love to talk about. Why do we take on so much? Guys don't. Well, in some cases,
1: it's the stuff that needs to be done, and the guys refuse to do it, no matter how many times you ask them.
2: Okay, <laughs> yeah, but who's saying it needs to be done? Is that our internal society uh, clock and, and, and uh, communication speaking to us? What would happen if we simplified our lives? I, I, when I was building my uh, coaching and recruiting practice, I'm a pretty person i like i'm a i've got more talent than i have ability to managerial and everybody warned me bigger is not necessarily better so the simple life sometimes i think is much more uh what is going to fulfill us and yet we're putting in especially as women we're we're adding in we don't know the word no many times
1: i know that is a big issue for me i have a lot of trouble setting boundaries and and saying no
2: and guys don't necessarily, so why to a certain degree when, when, it's, when we have not yet become aware of that piece of ourselves and yet they're so in theory good at it and they're, in good, they're good at it because for many different reasons, society doesn't expect it of them, right? And there's that word expectations again.
1: And when we come back from the news break, we are going to talk more about that. And um, I know you have this really great analogy and story to talk about the difference between men and women. And when we come back, maybe you can offer some three tips that dramatically increase the level of communication. I would love if you could do that with me. We'll be back after the news break with Fiona Fine. Go to itsallaboutthequestions.com for more information.
0: Okay. Welcome to "It's All About the Questions." We're learning to ask the right questions can help you achieve lifelong success. Now, here to help you ask all the right questions is award-winning author, international speaker, and business strategist, Laura Stewart. Hey,
1: everyone, welcome back. So, Fiona. Um, when we were talking about communications and um, not having, not saying the words, we need to talk, <laughs> 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 you know, it just I makes really me laugh say. every single time because, you know, uh, you so want to say that, and you've told me that you're in a relationship now where you're thinking, I should say it, but don't say it, you know, and we talked don't about, say it, don't, say it. <laughs> don't say it, it's so bad when you <laughs> say it. <laughs> you the results uh, <laughs> I want. <laughs> So here's, here's a question for you, because this is something that's been on my mind for the last year or so, um, pretty much since we first met. When you're in a relationship and it doesn't work out and things start to go south, and, and that could be a business relationship, it could be a personal relationship. Um, as a woman, I have a tendency to take 100% responsibility for it going south. But not always in a good, productive way. Sometimes it's, it's all about blame, right? And mm-hmm. when you're in the midst of, say, the, the nightmare part of it, where it's all really emotional, it's also not uncommon for men or women to point fingers and place all the blame on the other person. Mm-hmm.
2: Can you talk mm-hmm. to that
1: point? I mean, how, do you, how does that really factor in
2: with the communications? So I'm going to raise this, raise a point that there's a difference between what I'm saying, which is take 100% accountability for the relationships that matter in your life. Okay, I'm known for that. There is a difference between accountability and responsibility. You can give me the responsibility for world peace, but if I don't pick up the accountability to say I'm going to do my best as often as I possibly can, then you can give me world pieces of responsibility, and I'll never achieve it. I'll never get anywhere. So, when it turns into the blame game, though, and I mean, I'm, I was famous for this. Oh my God, how do you think the book got its name? Really? And I also,
1: you also have other. Um, ways of putting words in for B-I-T-C-H, but we'll talk about that another time. Go ahead.
2: Yes, we've got some, there's, some, there's lots of cute ones for, for those acronyms, yes. There's lots and lots of them. Um, so here's the thing about that. The blame game is, is right up there with expectations as probably, you know, the second foundational piece as to what's going on between communications and relationships. So every time I'm pointing my finger out at you, wagging my finger, blaming say you or somebody or the world out there, there are three fingers pointing back at me. I am the common denominator. The relationships in my life, the happiness I have in my life, the joy, the bliss, the money, everything comes back to me taking 100% accountability, which is really tough words to hear for anybody, male, female, or it. but Three words, three fingers pointing back at me. I'm the common denominator in everything that happens in my life. So when I want to say to my partner, we have to talk, really maybe what I have to say is, what is it about what's going on for me with relationship to him that I have to deal with in my own mind to say, how am I being with this person? Am I being, and I use, a word that is uniquely to me. Am I being a goddess? Am I being uh, clear with my communications? Am I, am I being confident? Am I choosing, well, what I call, all of these are the six seas of change. So clarity, choice, consequences, communication. Am I really rocking my own life? Because that shifts so much how people will interact with me. And, and that's why the book is not at all about game playing at all because I don't play games I play the game of life but not I never play my games
1: Does that give you some framework it, it does and, and it had a question pop into my head of something that I did not ask myself in the last couple of years of my marriage that I now wish I had which was, Mm -hmm. do I like myself in this relationship? Mm -hmm. And my answer would have been, no, I don't like who I was becoming in order Mm -hmm. to sort
2: of make it through. And that's the three fingers pointing back at ourselves. And that's, when I say, you know, as women, that it's, you know, if you don't have the love left of your dreams, don't blame a man. That is tough to hear, and yet it gives us permission, which is uniquely a woman's issue. Okay? We wait for permission, but if we give ourselves permission before we're, where that one finger starts to wag, if we look at that type of, do I like myself? Am I putting my best foot forward? Am I being my fatty self? Am I taking care of myself? Am I saying no to things that do not serve me? Am I having the bold conversations with compassion as opposed to both for myself as well as compassion for the other person? This is not even just, you know, man-woman conversations. This is basic communications, and communications are the foundation to all great relationships.
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, some of it was a me-to-me conversation. I was stopping doing things in an effort to help make things better at home.
2: Yes. To prevent behavior. That is exactly what I have realized in the last year of my life. I have adapted. So I coach executives, right? You know, and this is really hitting them a lot, especially since 2008 and everything. Their careers are not what they want them to be. And I stayed probably long before death and taxes is the ability to handle the fast pace of change. So being adaptable is key. And that's sort of what we're talking about here. But I realized I took my adaptability in my relationship way too far. And he's gotten used to it.
1: Yeah, and you begin to lose yourself. And it's not that you're doing it necessarily 100% of the time. And, and I, you know, I laughed when you said... You know, you talk, you coach executives and stuff, as do I. And I realized as things were sort of ending in my personal relationship that I was doing the things that I tell people not to. And, (laughs) you know, and and, and I sit there and I go, why are you doing this? Oh, yeah. Okay. I got so caught up in it and the blinders were on and I could only see survival. Yes. And it's only when you have awareness of that is what I think you're saying that you can then step back and begin to actually have communications again because you can't really communicate when you're in survival.
2: You can't. And also, if we go back to the male piece, interaction from women to men, they, they, they need a lot of space and we need as much space so that we are taking care of ourselves as women and we don't give it to ourselves permission this permission thing was one of the biggest things that I guess coming from a man's world I didn't trip over it just like I didn't trip over guilt very much but permission is a dirty pleasure and permission are the two ends of of, of a spectrum okay
1: so define what you mean by permission because I know it's a lot more than most of us think
2: well Permission is really coming down to, uh, you know, are we waiting for someone else to to give us permission to do, to be, to to have, to to enjoy? Um, It can be permission from society. It can be permission from our kids, our loved ones, our spouse. But really it comes down to how do do I take 100% accountability, again, for giving myself permission, and it's okay, not feeling guilty that I... I am consciously, and I don't mean in spur of the moment or from guilt or knee-jerk reaction, but that I'm consciously choosing something, a choice, knowing that the consequences are something that I am going to be able to deal with. So we're covering a lot of ground here. But permission, if you ask most women who are in relationships or dating or something like that, even out in the workforce, permission is they're waiting for the rest of the world to say oh yeah you deserve that raise or um oh no it, it's you're, it's okay you he's been you know you've been widowed long enough you could start dating whereas she may have felt like dating or not dating within the first four to four months or something
1: yeah somebody just asked me, me I, dating. somebody just asked me are you dating again and i'm like mm-hmm. I, I have people interested but Frankly, I, I want some me time. <laughs> I, I need to build myself back, my health back, and, and figure out what it is I exactly want and what my expectations are. And, you know, when I'm ready, I will. There's nothing that says I and have I'm to. And
2: I'm going to poke at you. I never want to hear about your expectations, ever. You and I will go head to head on that, girl. All right, go ahead. Because <laughs> you said, I want to figure out what my expectations are. For me.
1: I, I don't know what I expect from myself of yourself. some days. You can't
2: have expectations of yourself even. Okay, tell me why. Because you're going to trip over to. You're going you're to screw that up. Even if you have expectations of yourself, let alone of somebody else, life doesn't come at you that way. In other words, you're going you're to trip over that expectation. Have desires, have wishes, have goals, have all sorts of other pieces that you can manage. But an expectation has such a connotation of that I expect it and there is no way that I can necessarily achieve it or it can happen.
1: So instead of expectations of myself or for myself, have wishes, have, yes. have dreams, desires. have, have de- desires or thoughts of what I would like my life to look like. And
2: then you have actions that you are taking, for instance, I am not a morning person, but I have a standing 840 call, and I thought, you know what? Get me out of bed, put my runners right beside the bed, and get, be moving when I have to take that call. That is an action that therefore sets up my morning better, and I feel better all the way through the day. So if you have dreams, desires, and women have forgotten how to dream, we have. Ask your average woman if I gave you twenty grand, what would you do with it? It would not be a dream; it would be a responsibility that she would use the money for.
1: I would agree a with dream, you on
2: that—a dream that is specific to her as a woman on the planet.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, Fiona, not hey, I'd pay my kids college. <laughs> yeah, which is what the way most women think. Um, We're going to be going into commercial break in a little bit. I want to make sure people know how to reach out to you and find out more about your book and the work you're doing or if they have questions. So can you share your contact information with my listeners? Yes. I love Twitter
2: because it's 140 characters. I'm at Fiona underscore Fine, and the website is FionaFine.com. And we do have access to a couple of chapters of the book itself as well. We love to hear from people. So,
1: Fionafine.com. Fionafine.com and at Fiona underscore Fine. I love it. I love it. I love it. And I love how you help people shift their perceptions around words, around thoughts, around communication. You know, I've always used the word expectations, I think of it in multiple different ways, but you made me realize that perhaps I do have some programming around that word that I need to shift. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. So thank you for that. I always love interviewing people and talking to people on my show because I get so many ahas. And I would love yeah. to know from you, my listeners, what your ahas are from today. So so tweet at the laura stewart and at fiona underscore fine and let us know the ahas that you are getting from the show today and what your relationship questions are or biggest challenges are and we're going to talk some more with fiona fine when we come back from the break and uh, i'm looking forward to seeing what comes next in this conversation i'm loving it loving it thank you fiona
2: this is Pat Cannon from CJ Cannons, where we have the best prime rib in town. We are open from 7 to 9, Monday through Saturday, and Sunday from 7 to 2. We have happy hour all day and night, with live entertainment on Friday from 5.30 till 9. We also have banquet rooms that seat from 20 to 80, so book your parties now, 567-7727. We are located at the Vera Beach Airport, where the only thing we overlook is the runway.
3: Did you know that Indian River Walk-In Clinic was voted Indian River County's favorite urgent care two years in a row by readers of the Hometown News and Vero's Voice magazine? Well, it's true. Indian River Walk-In Clinic is the best urgent care walk-in clinic in the county. Why? Because in surveys, 95% of our patients say they were happy with their last visit. Here's what some of them had to say about Indian River Walk-In Clinic.
2: My experience at your facility was better than I have ever had at a walk-in clinic. Great service and treatment with good results. I was very satisfied and have told several friends. Staff and doctor were awesome.
3: It's official. Dr. Elman, Dr. Carrera... Todd, Abaco, Rebecca, and Indian River Walk-In Clinic's friendly, attentive medical staff are Vero's favorites. Visit them, and you'll see why. Indian River Walk-In Clinic, Miracle Mile Plaza, opens seven days a week. They'll make you feel better.
0: At Surf Pro of Vero Beach, no job is too big and no question is too small. So when fire, water, or mold damage strikes your home or business, call on Surf Pro of Vero Beach at 772-770-0501. That's where you'll find a team of specialists that's faster to any size disaster. So when the things that matter most are on the line, make sure Surf Pro of Vero Beach is too by calling 772-770-0501. That's Surf Pro of Vero Beach, helping make fire, water, and mold damage like it never, ever happened. Franchises are independently owned and operated. Success comes from not only what you know, but also who you know Welcome back to It's All About the Questions, with award-winning author Laura Stewart.
1: We are here with Fiona again. And Fiona, um, you know, this has been a really intriguing conversation because it, it shakes up the way you're trained to think. I, I, I myself have had a couple of interesting ahas around just words and some thought processes one question that comes up a lot from women I know is, you know, things happen, and men seem to, some men, because not all men can do this, seem to be able to just get over it. You know, they <laughs> they, they just move on, it's done, it's gone, and um, some women can't seem to do that. You're just kind of stuck in a loop, because you're almost like you're expecting it to happen again, because you've been burned so you have an expectation, (laughs) shall we say. Mm -hmm. Um, How does that relate from the work that you're doing? Any advice that you can give on that?
2: Well, you know, here's the thing about get over it. Um, Guys are very good at it usually. Uh, They can have a big argument and then go, okay, you want to go grab a beer? We as women, usually because we have a deeper connection and desire to connect, that we take things very personally. And so, you know, those three fingers pointing back at us, they can also be a negative. And yet the ability to have, and I'm going to go back into uh, computer speak, random access memory. So one of the things that I talk about, RAM is what its nickname is for. And you know when you buy a laptop, a geek is going to say, well, it's got X number, you know, four gigs of RAM. And the four gigs of RAM are where the stuff is stored for a very short period of time, it's used, and then it gets, it, it gets replaced. So one of the things I'm learning over the course of time is, especially with guys who don't necessarily uh, tap in, tune in, and, and sort of figure out how to keep relationships going as well, the better I have random access memory for things that are said, for things that are done, the better I can get over it like water off a duck's back and the happier I am through my own day and, and, the, and the easier my day is because things don't stick to me and trust me I'm, I was a fly paper person it, everything stuck to me and that's what built up my unhappiness, that's what built up the disease in my body because everything was just getting stuck and clogged so I teasingly say build up your, your random access memory, okay, you learn to get over it.
1: How do you it, do it, that?
2: How do you learn you, to you get practice. over it? It's a muscle. It's a muscle. If in doubt, you, you take a deep breath. You know, you do what I can't tell people in interviews. Take a deep breath, which allows your brain to engage with your mouth. You don't go try and blasting yourself or the other person. You take a deep breath, and you go, how critical, honestly, is this to me having a good day or a happy day or a good relationship with this person? It's a muscle. It's just like going to the gym, and it takes practice, and after a while, it becomes much more positive. When I'm dating a guy, I say, because I'm a huge texter, as you can imagine, I spend so much time on the phone talking. I don't really want to go, hi, how's how's your day? That's just me. So I text, but I always say when I start to date a man, I am going to take everything that you say by text with a positive frame of mind. I'd love the happy faces, I'd like the emoticons and everything, but if you don't, I am still gonna presume that you've got my best interest and you love me and want to you 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 know, you're you're communicating out of a positive vector. Can you imagine how few understanding misunderstandings? arise in my brain when I see something, I figure if people really want to tell me that I'm screwing something up or if they want to tell me that I'm missing the point or something, they'll tell me. I don't have to infer it. I expect them to treat me, and I'm going to use that word expectation because I do. I have a level of respect for myself that came from years and years of, you know, doing this. But it means that I live a happier life, and therefore, I attract happier people, I attract better partners, and does it, that. So: it's Help. Not,
1: So it sounds like one of the keys to better communications in all of your relationship, or ways to increase that, is to have clarity in your communications. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Clarity with myself first. OK? And, the other, and clarity of what I want to create. And specifically, I'm going to break this down into two pieces, one for men, one for women.
1: Okay, and we only have a couple of minutes left, so you'll have to do okay. it quickly.
2: For <laughs> so women, learn to ask. Ask things clearly without emotion. <clears throat> okay? No expectations. Men, listen. Listen for the meaning, not just the problem that has to be solved, and budget for men, budget twice as long as you think it should take to have the same conversation with a woman. And then you won't get upset.
1: That makes so much sense.
2: <laughs> you know, it's,
1: it's communication is a two-way street. Somebody has to speak, somebody has to listen, and then the opposite needs to happen. That other person needs to speak, and, and the other person needs to listen.
2: And we have stopped listening. And, and one of the things that really changed my life is when I started to listen as if my life depended on it which it does right. the joy of my life depends on how well I live in life so what's the last
1: thought you'd like to leave my listeners with today
2: oh goodness there's too many um, <laughs> I don't know I love these conversations no idea I'm ex- I personally I'm excited about my next book uh, what's my last thought well, tell me about Enjoy. your next book. Oh, it's, it's the new book is Mapping the Sexes, How Men and Women Navigate in Each Other's world, And it's because we are so different. And there's all these communications and these relationship pieces are just us up. So it'll be, it'll have some tongue-in-cheek. It'll have some, you know, some fun to it. And, of course, it being me, it will have some very bold, somewhat sloppy. People would say, you know, like, wow, that's tough love, and it's true. But, you know, that's, I think, where the evolution comes from. That's where the, the, the awareness comes from. So you can, I can have a whole other conversation on that.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I heard you say you want to leave people with a thought of enjoy what?
2: Enjoy life. Really, enjoy the relationships that we can. Um, you know, and, and take 100% accountability for your own life. I know that sounds tough. It gets easier as we practice it.
1: It's a muscle, as you said, and In- you, you need to just keep practicing and working with it.
2: Mm-hmm. And mindset is everything.
1: I have so thoroughly enjoyed this conversation, Fiona. We covered
2: so much ground. We did.
1: <laughs> and, you know, there, it, for those of you who are listening, there was so much we um, we covered. If you didn't catch it all, the show will be up on iTunes by tomorrow and you can catch it and listen to it to your heart's content. Take lots of notes. Remember to reach out to Fiona via Twitter at Fiona underscore Fine or via her website, FionaFine.com. Thank you for being here with me today. I am so grateful you were able to do that.
2: Thank you. And I look forward to the
1: conversations continuing with your re- listeners. Oh, absolutely. It, it, you know, f- Listeners for um, those of you that are out there listening and I know you're there because you you send me so many great emails. Um, this is the fun is when my guests and I get to continue the conversation when we're off the air.
2: Mm-hmm. So you
1: can and challenge us. Yeah, I mean, Fiona challenged I'm wrong me and wrong. It's so much fun to do that. So um, my my guest next week is Peter Verleza, and we're going to be talking about touching people in appropriate ways. And if you need some help figuring out the right questions for your business, I'm available for one-to-one consults and workshops for your company. Remember, the right questions can change your life. So what are you asking today? Reach out to me at, at the Laura Stewart and find us on iTunes.
0: You've been listening to It's All About the Questions, starring Laura Stewart. Connect with Laura at itsallaboutthequestions.com and download a free workbook that will help you ask better questions starting today.